All right. Hopefully this is live. Hopefully I'm just not talking to myself like you know. It's happened to me a few times. But anyway, welcome. Good morning. Hope everyone's having a great time. So, before we jump into all the, you know, globalists and world elite trying to, you know, kill everybody. The, uh, which one is this? I think it's the one in Indonesia. Volcano erupted. So I saw, I think they, 11 hikers are missing or dead, whatever they said. But, again, if you believe in global warming and concerned about, you know, the whole global temperature rising, the more volcanic eruptions like this, the better it's going to be to cool off the earth. You know, science. Anyway, so let's jump into the just absolute stupidness that's happening. <clears throat> so, NATO Secretary General and the Ukraine Defense Minister discuss battlefield situation and NATO plans. Again, uh... Sultanberg said that NATO's here for the long run and they will continue to provide whatever they need. Uh, the NATO chief also put out and the separate thing that um, NATO chief on Ukraine war, be prepared for bad news. Um, who was it? I think it was Simon Hirsch. Again, I forgot to get that article stated that Ukrainian commanders and Russia are having secret um, peace talks. So, again, we'll see. Again, all that's, everything coming out of all these different places just take with a grain of salt because it is what it is. Just like here, Zelensky trying to directly control army. Again, it's coming from a Russia source, citing a Ukrainian source that if you want to go off a news guard, it's only like 78%. Um, but basically, stating that Zelensky is in fear of the top general because his popularity is growing and he's concerned that he's going to end up being replaced. And we all know how that usually goes when it comes to these coups. So, again. So here you have U.S. quadruples munition production. According to the Pentagon chief, because Ukraine has a high burn rate of artillery. You know, accuracy by volume, but I don't know what all they're hitting. Again, I've been being told since the beginning of this, Russia is losing, but we need to keep pumping more and more stuff into Ukraine, and yeah. So again, you tell me that Russia's losing, Ukraine's destroying them. 
Ukraine's not getting back in the ground, and we have to keep setting up munitions because they're blowing through it like crazy. So, Pentagon said, uh, compared to the defense budget from just five years ago, we've put nearly 50% more money into munitions. Awesome. Also, NATO allies suddenly blocks weapons for Ukraine. Uh, the Bulgarian president uh, vetoed the transfer of 100 decommissioned armored vehicles slated to go to Ukraine. So the parliament approved it, and the president said, no, we're not shipping them. In other good news, EU needs its own nuclear weapons. Uh, the EU needs its own nuclear weapons to deter Russia. Again, it's coming from ex-German... What's FM? Finance? Foreign Minister. So, stating that NATO's going to need their own nuclear weapons. With that being said, the United Kingdom and France has their own nuclear weapons. So it's Russia, China, India, Pakistan, North Korea, Israel. Uh, with that being said... Under the nuclear weapon sharing, Belgium, Germany, Italy, Netherlands, Turkey. NATO countries that the U.S. has nuclear warheads in. Russia has nuclear warheads in Russia and Belarus. So again, the EU needs their own <clears throat> nuclear weapons. This goes back to what I talked to or talked about the other day where you have the NATO alliance, which is the U.S., Canada, and the EU. You also have the EU trying to build their militaries in conjunction with the United States. So, again, we already have a treaty with NATO, and then are working with our allies in the EU to build up more of the EU's defenses and military Again, this is this is the pirates to be want an absolute nuclear war to happen at this point. It's it is what it is. So you got Defense Secretary Austin calls out those who advocate for isolationism. You know. An American retreat from responsibility said that, you know, sustained leadership from the U.S. is what the world needs. Going a little bit more into depth on that one. Um, we're living through challenging times. Uh, let's see. That includes... The major conflicts um, facing our fellow democracies, Israel and Ukraine, bullying and blah, 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 blah. So, before World War II, 
all these countries that we're pushing around right now, the Middle East, through Asia, all that stuff, actually had a higher respect for the U.S. because we did not get involved in their stuff. We are kind of isolationist. Off in our own little part of the world, doing our thing. And when stuff kind of, we're like, hey, that's not cool. Now, again, we've kind of switched our mentality to we're just going to use brute force to be the dominant players in the world. So, these are the times that when both our friends and our rivals look to America. These are times when American people count on their leaders to come together, and these are the times when global security relies on America unity and American strength. I look to our leaders to not get us into these stupid forever fucking wars. Alright? I forget who I was listening to, but they pointed out that about the time that Hamas hit Israel, if you look at it, look at our leadership in Washington, we had no Speaker of the House, which means no legislation could get passed, no bills could get through, no funding, no nothing without a Speaker. So, this is probably planned for some time. And they hit at the most opportune time where the U.S. wasn't going to be able to get involved immediately. So, the world built by American leadership can only be maintained by American leadership. Again. Pentagon, pretty much all DC for the most part, wants to go to war. So, the USS Cardney is responsible, a response to multiple attacks. So, again, over the weekend, the Houthis attacked three commercial ships. And the Carney shot down a couple drones that were fired in its general direction. The U.S. considers appropriate action in response to Houthi missile attack in the Red Sea. The White House... Um, it's meeting with our allies to see what kind of security we can offer through the Red Sea for these commercial ships. With that, you also have, you know, U.S. Navy faces the Houthi anti-ship missile threat, and it's... More superior than most of these states. Because again, keep that. It's Iranian bat. Iranian bat. That's what they keep saying. 
Okay, they're getting these missiles, munitions, all the stuff from Iran. I've talked about it several times where different companies have talked about not using or going through the Red Sea, adding more time to shipping through the supply chain. You also have war risk insurance rates edge up after surge in Red Sea ship attacks. So the insurance companies are raising premiums on the shipping companies that use the Red Sea, which means the price of everything is going to increase. So again, we have, what is it, the Ford strike group up in the Mediterranean. We have the Ike strike group over in the Persian Gulf. And we have the Carney, which I believe is attached to the Ford, just hanging down the Red Sea. Again, this is a lot of shipping that goes through here. So again, from the Mediterranean, we got strike group. We got some destroyers down through the Red Sea. We got strike group over in the Persian Gulf. All this is going to do is disrupt the supply chain. It's going to be a monkey wrench. Prices are going to go up again. Shipping companies have to pay more for insurance, which means the price of everything is going to go up. You have oil tankers, which, what, 40% of the world's oil comes through these areas. A delay in shipments, stuff like that, it's going to drive prices up. You got Iran saying that it's not involved in any actions against the U.S. forces, even though anyone's saying that they're back in the Houthi, which they do. They're saying they're operating on their own, and the U.S. is still blaming Iran for it. With that too, though, over in Gaza, ceasefire ended. I'll say if some. What, three, nine, I forget how many it was. Um, Israel soldiers have been killed in Gaza. They've stated that, or Israel stated that it will storm the entire Gaza city and the northern parts of the Gaza Strip and will hunt Hamas down no matter what. So, before we jump into, you know, moving our way over to the Indo-Pacific. And so, Taiwanese Strait, all around, Philippines, Taiwan, Japan, China. Massive amounts of cargo ships, tankers, past this area. Again, there's any kind of blockade that happens around Taiwan, the Philippines... Anywhere over there, it's going to cripple the supply chain again. And was it in 2021? Up through here, the was that Suez Canal where you had that one tanker go sideways, run aground, go sideways across the channel. 
blocked everything for what a week or two, and it was an absolute nightmare. So just keep that stuff in mind. Of course. Internet sucks when you live in the middle of nowhere. Now, on other news, that's not big time news. You got Myanmar. It's in the midst of a civil war. And looking like The military is going to end up collapsing. So, again, this article is an, it's an op-ed basically stating that Thailand's doing a lot of, okay, what happens if the government or the military absolutely collapses? And it's pointing out that, you know, China's probably doing it a little bit, but the U.S., Japan, South Korea need to have a plan if the country collapses. Kind of interesting, kind of not, but basically pointing out that civil war happening and again, contested area, just more and more shit happening. All right, U.S. Navy ship intrudes on South China Sea waters, China says. Again, every time the U.S. encroaches on what China says is their islands that are contested by a couple different countries, you get this stuff. So again, 7th Fleet has a bunch of stuff, a bunch of ships over there. Um... I don't know if the George Washington is important in Japan. It's one that I believe, remember I pulled into South Korea a couple months ago. But the Carl Vincent was just sent out super early in the morning. Usually when sh big ships leave for big deployments, they tend to have a, you know, ta-da for the families and stuff like that. This was unannounced, but they said it was a planned deployment. So you got the Carl Vincent Strike Group over there with the George Washington. Again, I don't know if they're back in port or if they're still out. This one. So China masses uh, militant ships because, you know... DOSLS Gabriel Guilford sailed past the second Thomas, you know, disputed island chain, whatever. Is this one that covers it? Where to do to do? Yeah, and the. 
All right, meanwhile, the Philippines issued a release on Sunday stating that more than 135 Chinese maritime militants uh, were massing around the Philippine claimed reef. So, again, so China has a ton of Navy ships. A lot of them are going to be like, you know, Coast Guard patrol boats. Not that big of a deal. But when you have 135 ships massing around what the Philippines are claiming are theirs, and China's saying, no, they're ours, you're going to run into some issues. You also have the, uh, so, U.S. and Japan, U.S. and South Korea are in alliance. The U.S. is trying to pull South Korea and Japan into the same alliance with them. And it's basically starting the new Cold War between the three countries and China. It's the way that China looks at it. It's infringing on their country, on their waters. Just more shit happening. But with that, good news. Oil prices hit, or oil prices... Gold prices hit record high. $2,100 per ounce. It has dropped back down to... What is it? Like $22,000, like $30, something like that. It's come down a decent amount, but it spiked 4% yesterday. For no reason. Just spiked. So anyway... Stock market futures are down. Good news. European markets are mainly up right now. Asian markets closed down. U.S. was down yesterday. Oil's climbing back up. So, yeah, gold's down to just under 20.50 an ounce. Silver's down to 24.84. Again, people smarter than me have stated that if gold just skyrockets and takes off, pretty much guarantee that. The market, the dollar, whatever it is, is crumbling. Crypto skyrocketed as well. Bitcoin's up over 41,000, almost 42,000. But with gold, China's been buying up a lot of gold lately. They've also been secretly buying up gold. There are 24 central banks stockpiling gold this entire year with plans to increase how much they are buying next year. Kind of looking at, they're not quite sure about the petrodollar as it's reserved. So they sell the petrodollar, but they're increasing the amount of gold that they have on hand. Again. You'd be talking about, you know, worldwide economic collapse if, again, take this for what it is, a grain of salt. I'm not a financial person. I've heard this from a few different people. But if gold just takes off, and I'm talking it hits 3000 plus 
dollars an ounce. You're going to see the petrodollar start collapsing. Huh. Exchange rates are all over the place. Again, normally if the euro, the pound are down, Japan's up. Hardly ever see them where they're all down like that. But anyway. Yeah. Gold's the... trying to think I wish I had some of those interviews that I could send you guys to but gold's one of those ones where again if it skyrocket if gold goes up usually means the dollar's getting weak when gold comes down the dollar's getting strong with all the turbulence all the war central banks assigned that hey we're going to go ahead and ramp up buying gold So we're going to run into issues of the economies in trouble. <clears throat> so, again, not a financial person. I have retirement accounts in the stock market. I have physical gold, silver. I have more silver than gold because, you know, gold's expensive. Again, when I first got out of the military, I met with a financial expert. This was in 2008. I said, hey, what should I invest in? He said, ammunition. A shit ton of ammunition. I said, okay. Again, box of ammunition that I bought worth four times more now than what they were when I bought them. Again, Gunpowder is one of those things that if it's stored properly, pretty much lasts a lifetime. Again, cool, dry, dark area, climate controlled. Ammunition can last for, or black power can last damn near forever. We've seen, again, you have... The makings of exactly what happened in 2019 to 2020, where mysterious illness starts in China, it's making its way worldwide. Going into, again, an election cycle which has never ended since 2016, but still, that's a whole other story. So again, you have political and civil unrest. You have, again, another mystery virus coming out of China. You have, at any point, again, it's pretty much written off that Ukraine's done. It's pretty much a wash that, you know, they told us for a year and a half that Ukraine's winning, and now all of a sudden, hey, they're not. So it is what it is on that front. <clears throat> you have 
And at any point, North Korea is amassing their troops again. Looking like they want to take the Korean Peninsula. We'll see what happens there. Again, it's not good. <clears throat> you have the Navy coming out stating that starting 2024, they will carry anti-ship Tomahawk missiles on their submarines that were deploying to the Indo-Pacific to keep China in check. Again, yes, Taiwan. China can't move on until at least 2027. And the way this stuff looks, there's a few windows of time where conditions are just right, which I want to say early springtime, where China could invade Taiwan. Again, even if China's 80%, Taiwan's nowhere near ready to defend themselves against a Chinese invasion. You have the best thing for the Middle East is for this war between Israel and Gaza to ex keep expanding because, again, the more death and destruction that Israel causes the less support that they're going to get. Which is going to make it easier for everybody else surrounding Israel to go ahead and do what they want. You have NATO pushing real hard that if Ukraine falls, Putin's just going to take over or start invading NATO countries. Which again... I don't think Russia is going to have the equipment or manpower after Ukraine to fully go in and try to take over NATO countries, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, I think the numbers that are coming out of the West are overinflating how much loss Russia is taking. But I do believe that they're taking a significant amount of loss that they can't push past Ukraine at the present moment. But if Iran attacks Israel to pull the U.S. into a fight with them, if China goes after Taiwan, if South or if North Korea goes after South Korea, it's going to pull the U.S. in a lot of different ways that we should be able to do. Not quite sure that we can. Again, if you look at that thumbnail, the big picture, that is the Ford and the Ike battle group, strike groups, in the Mediterranean when I first got over there. When I was a kid, watching these strike groups go out, there's twice as many ships deployed with the carriers. Like, 
two three cruisers, an entire destroyer squadron, frigates, submarines, supply ships. This was just a handful of support ships with two carriers. The Carl Vincent, same way. Destroyer Group 1, or Squadron 1, one cruiser with Carl Vincent is at 10 hours in the Pacific. Which, yes, one of our carrier strike groups can wipe a nation off the earth. But again, the U.S. military is working on small, nimble, more technologically advanced. So, again, we only have so much that we can throw. Again, we have, what, at least one carrier in refueling, which is a two to three year process. Let's just say it's not going to be easy if we're trying to fight a war on three to four fronts. It's possible. I believe we can still do it. It's not going to be easy, especially with recruiting down and all that stuff. So, with all that being said, you need to prepare. Again, the government's stocking up freeze-dried foods for MREs, stuff like that. We are a chunk of our Navy is deployed right now. Again, you have the Indo-Pacific, two different theaters. You're going to have North Korea, South Korea, you're going to have China, Taiwan. Two different fighting areas. Yeah, the Middle East. So you have the Persian Gulf and they have the Mediterranean. They have what's going on up in Europe. You need to be ready. You need to be prepared. Again, food, water, shelter, ammunition. You say self-defense, but no, you need a fuck ton of guns and ammunition. The other thing that you got to look at is North Korea, China, Russia, all have. If we're going to do something real stupid over here, you know, contactless war. There's a contactless war, blackout war. Blackout war, where their initial strike is going to be Cyber, try to take out the power grid, critical infrastructure, EMP attacks. Again, nuclear, high or high altitude EMP attack. Basically knock out the continental US. What they do what they do because again, minimum of 18 months. To get the whole grid back online across the United States. So let's have the. Do, do, do. Yeah. So. Again, 400 kilometers. 
Pretty much above Kansas. I got pretty much all the grid. Again, there's what, 56, 50 something interconnecting substations that connects again. The US is broken up in three grids East, West, Texas. Take out nine of those interconnecting substations and knocks out the grid because they can't route power around it to keep everything up and running. Four kilometers up, you're knocking out a huge chunk of the U.S., Canada, Mexico. Horrible times. Again, 90% of the U.S. population won't make it past the first year. It's going to every single EMP war game that's ever been done. Call it best case scenario, 80% survive. Yeah, this... This is an interesting read. Again, I have it over here on the downloadable section. It's Blackout Warfare. Um, read through it. It's a pretty quick read, but it's show, basically shows you the worst of the worst if push comes to shove and these countries decide that, hey, I'm just going to hit you with the EMP. So, again, tons of information over here. Go check it out. Get information. Stock up. Food, water, shelter. Again, if you're new to prepping or you're looking for something, go check out the affiliates. Again, use them as a starting point. Get prices. Shop around. Whatever it is. If you want to support and buy stuff from one of the affiliates, awesome. So everyone, just go check them out. Get prices. Find what's, find what's going to work best for you and your situation. Again, when it comes to gold and silver, <clears throat> you don't buy it to get rich. You buy it to hedge against inflation. Talk to your financial advisor. You ain't got one. Money mail exchange. You call them up. They're not just trying to sell you stuff. They're going to give you information. They want to talk to you, talk you through it, figure out what's best for you. Body armor, ammunition, storable food. Again, if you're interested in like pretty much all off-grid living, Practical Preppers has Damn near everything you need to be completely self-sufficient off-grid. Check them out. Again, get prices. Call around. Biggest thing about the website. Information. Just tons and tons of different military manuals. Survival. Bushcraft. How to build. A shelter. Fishing, trapping, hunting, you name it, it's here. If it's not here, it will probably end up here eventually. So, again, the world's going to shit. Just get prepared for what's coming because everything's pointing to absolute chaos. Again, if you want to go down that conspiracy, I said that. There's never been a president or an active president voted out of office during time of war. <clears throat> so if we get pushed into war on four fronts, you know, the current regime that is all of D.C. doesn't have to worry about, you know, elections. They'll be held, maybe, 
but <clears throat> the odds are these people getting elected or voted out are very slim. <clears throat> so, with all that being said, keep today kind of short, you know. Want to support the channel? Best way to do it, just leave a like. Again, like, follow, comment. If you're watching this later on one of the other platforms, say, you know, it's not the live on Rumble. Again, I don't know how any algorithms work, nor do I push. My big thing about this is be smart. When it comes down to it, you're going to be on your own. The government can't help you. They won't help you. They don't want to help you. Look at every major disaster that's happened and how piss poor the government's response has been. Look at Katrina. Absolutely horrible. So, it's up to you to prepare for your survival. Again, tons of information over here. That's the biggest thing that I push. Just get information. Learn something. Learn a new skill. Just get ready and be prepared because, again, worst case scenario, EMP happens. They say 9% of the population is not going to make it. I want to lower that number. Or raise that number. I want to know 80, 75, 50% of the population to make it. The more prepared you are now, the easier life will be when shit actually hits the fan. Again, we already know that prices are going to start going up again on everything because, again, with insurance rates going up for... Shipping vessels that have to go through the Red Sea. It's going to raise prices. Or if they decide to, you know, divert and go around, it's going to add more time, which is going to add more fuel, which is going to add more to the cost. So, again, everything's going to be cheaper today than it is tomorrow. That's just how things go. Again, I've never seen prices come down. With inflation, all that stuff, yeah, inflation might eventually come down. Prices probably aren't. Again, a couple different things drive the prices of products. Fuel, insurance, inflation, demand. Again, the current administration tries to cherry pick what they're calling like, oh, inflation's down. No, it's not. Again, you're talking double-digit inflation. How I know it's double-digit? I go to the grocery store every week. I know what the prices are. Shit's fucking ridiculous. All right? So, start a garden. Again, even in World War II, Germans had a victory garden. Especially the ones that didn't support the Nazis. They had to, you know, feed themselves. Okay. The more food you can grow yourself, the better off you're going to be. Okay, now here I got different, two different gardening things where you can grow on a little patio or you can grow indoors. You got aquaponics, hydroponics, composting, all sorts of different information. So if you've never grown anything, if you've never had a garden, start simple. Tomatoes. Tomatoes are supposed to be the easiest thing. 
I have yet to grow a good tomato plant. I grow pretty much everything else except tomatoes. Go figure, right? So it's the easiest thing to grow. But anyway, start a garden. If you live in a place where you have chickens, get chickens. If you live in a place where you have actual livestock, get actual livestock. Again, an aquaponic system. Once we get through the winter and I actually build mine, I'm building a larger one. You can do a smaller one with 250 um, or 100-gallon drum with a few fish and grow a couple plants, smaller scale, smaller backyard. I'm going to go kind of big just because I got a little bit of space and I'm like, screw it. If I can grow fish and plants and cut my bill down to next to nothing yeah i got a buddy that raised cows see if we'll go half seas with me on a cow we'll just drop it off and have it butchered up but hunt for deer hog bird so have a plan make a plan got different things on here to help you out get prepared Again, it's going to be up to you to survive the stupid shit that the world governments are trying to get us into. So, we'll end that there. Again, if you wouldn't mind, leave a like, subscribe, comment. Again, I don't know how these algorithms work. To be honest, again, I don't do this to make money. Again, I make... May I think most like three dollars a month, maybe. Not important. Biggest thing is getting information out to people. So again, if you want to support financially, check out the affiliates. Go to locals. It's two dollars a month. Once I actually get subscribers there, I'll start putting more stuff there. Nothing to follow on locals. Again, once I get people there, I'll start posting more and more stuff there. Again, website, download all the information, get the information. Again, I got thumb drive and a Faraday cage. I got a hard drive with the computer and I got physical copies laminated to make them waterproof of the most important ones that I think I'm going to need for survival time. So with that, again, easiest way to support, leave a like. If you want to support financially, Check out the affiliates or locals. So with all that, be smart, be prepared, stay safe, 